Hissing Games. Hissing Games, but yeah. Okay, okay. Mm. I, I thought that you were going to say Tricky Ricky. No. It's going to take Tricky that and run Ricky. with it. No, he does it. He has his own names. He calls me T-Steak. T-Steak? <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make sense. T-Bone. T-Bone Steak. Yeah. T-Dog? T-Dog. Man, I haven't heard that name in a while. Mm. Is a T-Dog a sandwich? <laughs> huh? Is a T-Dog a sandwich? Um. Um. So... Speaking of Tricky Ricky, we, um, at work, we decided we were going to go to a baseball game collectively, and uh, we were able to bring plus ones, uh-huh. you know. Who did, who, did, bring, who did you bring? So I brought, I brought a plus two, you know, I have a little bit more authority here, so I can kind of. One and. One and a half. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Accurate. I brought. I brought my uh, my side piece, and uh, I'm just kidding. Well, they let those uh, in through security. <laughs> I brought I brought the wife, and uh, I forgot. I still have not yet mentioned my wife's name and my child. Uh, anyways, Tricky Ricky Richard brought his roommate. Ooh, you'll recall his roommate's name is Alfredo. And, um, so he and I were talking, his, his roommate and I, Alfredo, and somehow the conversation came up about the podcast and he, he was telling me that I, he's always wanted to do a podcast. And I was like, well, I've got some exciting news for you. You have been, uh, you have been mentioned in a podcast <laughs> Um, and I, and I, I said, I can't remember the, the episode, but I was like, I, t- I said, it's one of my favorite stories to tell one of the most awkward moments in my life. But, uh, but y- you have been your story or my, or our story has been told because I've seen him a handful of times mm-hmm. since, since then. And he's aware of that. I feel awkward about it, you know? So it's become this running joke. Like every time I see him. Okay. I'll okay. give him a hug and I'll be like, oh shit. And I'm hugging him, you know? Uh-huh. Like, and, and he says the same thing. So it's like we've moved past like the awkwardness of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I was telling him that uh, I just love hearing that story. So. Oh, okay. Okay. And just a reminder to anyone listening this was back in season one. I'm trying to. I want to say episode six, but I um, don't know why. I was going to say f- three or four. But maybe it was that early. Yeah, I don't know. Well, fact check at the end. But or maybe maybe you can just uh, insert here. Let me go ahead and hit oh, the oh, rewind oh, oh. button. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> and that was episode four, lesson nine, the rule of three. Episode. Go ahead and you, and you'll tell them. You'll insert yourself saying as if. As if you're not having to edit it in, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. I know what I must do. The task is laid before me. Okay. You look so funny with your little hood on. You look like uh, like a little turtle. Turtle, turtle. You know, it's funny you say that. Is that better? 
You turtle. Well, you can keep it on. Just, no, I don't want so. you to call me turtle. Crosby's gotten in this little habit of, uh, I mean, I don't say habit. I mean, we've encouraged it, but he he loves to either point to or say the, the name of some sort of animal. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, I'll say, what is, he say, cow say, and then he wants you to tell him what a cow says. Horse say, and tell you what a horse says. Moo. And he, so, you know, for a while, he just knew the, the basic farm animals, the ones where everybody knows the sounds that they make. But we also got him this stack of index cards that has like all kinds of animals so that he could learn them with the intent to be like, this is a kangaroo. But he has taken that one step further. And he's like, kangaroo say, rhinoceros say, yes, he can say oh. rhinoceros. And wow. it's just like, Crosby, I don't know what, what, what noises these animals make, but turtle is one of those. So. Oh, so what? So does he come up with the noises? No, he waits for you to tell him, and I'm like, I don't know. and he'll just he'll just turtle say, turtle say, and he'll just I do. So sometimes I'll just have to make up noises, and I'm probably teaching him incorrectly, but you know, no, it's fine. no d- d- demonstrate the voices that you've taught him that we we don't have any documented, you know, evidence. Okay, you give me an animal, and I will. But you have to you have to ask in the way that Crosby would. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I got one. Hippopotamus say. <laughs> do, 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 do. I would I see that's that's my response. I'm thinking you know like a cartoon. There's like big. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's actually one that I've I've done for him. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll try to give you one you haven't done. Oh. Ant eater say. Oh, this is fun. Can I'm I just try? thinking off the fly. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, this is one I've gotten from him before. Skunk say, "Ooh, I like that." Um, let's see. Um, ooh, raccoon say. Um. You know, that was a perfect opportunity to throw in like a Guardians of the Galaxy quote. Oh, nuts. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What is... I, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything said. specific. Anyway. I don't know. Um, that was fun. Yeah. And yeah. any other outstanding ones? No. no that's okay. all I can think of. He, hippop- it's, what my favorite thing for him to say is... Or not hippopotamus. Rhinoceros. Because it's such a big word. And he, he does really good with it. But it's, you know... It's not perfect. Right. But I love when he says, he said, right now, he's saying, maybe, um, maybe at some point I can get him, I'll get a recording of him asking. Oh, this is my favorite though, is when he gets the Fox card and he says, Fox say, and I just, it, it's a little early. It's a little early, but one day I will introduce him. One of the greatest YouTube videos of all time. Oh man, what a classic. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. Well, I haven't been teaching Chutney any, you know, or he, you know, any animal noises. If anything, he teaches me mm. cat noises. It's a missed opportunity. You should be just YouTubing different animal noises and seeing how he would re- react or respond. I should. I should. You know, we put videos of 
birds on for him from time to time, and he he seems to enjoy that. Like on the TV, mm-hmm. or yeah, does he like watch them and kind he of does, yeah. on the TV? One time I had an overnight shift on the labor ward, and I left him on for him. He seemed to enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. We were busy building um, a chicken ladder this morning. I don't know what that is, nor why you would need it, but please elaborate. It, so it's a chicken ladder for Chutney, because we are in the process of transitioning him into inside-outside. Mm. Well, but what is a chicken ladder exactly? Um, it's just like a ladder with different, well, it's, I mean, it looks like a ladder basically, but it's like almost like a ramp with just little ledges that the chickens can climb up into their coop. Okay. Except in this case, the coop is our house and the chicken is Chutney. So, so is there like a, are you like letting Chutney in and out via a window or something? Yeah, because we don't. We don't, don't have, have like a, a cat flap cat. and it's okay. a rental house, so we can't just right. go sawing through, you know, windows. And Understandable. Yeah. So are you, is it like, a, are you going to have like a little, is it like a t- temporary cat flap that like blocks out most of the window except for kind of thing? Like you open the window and then you. So it's like, it's a small window at the top that opens and he's got like a little perch that's suctioned to the window on the inside that he can climb out okay. onto like a perch outside, which is just a repurposed bookshelf that we kind of hacksawed our way through. Mm-hmm. And then building the chicken ramp or the chicken ladder down from the top of the bookshelf. Okay. Yeah. Fun stuff. So you guys have a fenced in backyard? We do. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But ever since we jump moved, over the fence, right? I mean, if he really wanted to, he probably could. But we also got like a an, an air tag, just kind of like a tile tracker thing. Okay, that we're gonna affix to him, so we can okay. keep track of him. Sure, in such That's a tough. way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think he's just been wanting to be outside more since we moved. It's just transition yeah. issues. Anyway, well, it's nice that you have the option. Yeah, fun little DIY project. So, any hoosies. Well, Tim, welcome back. Um, it's Thanks. you know it's been it's been a minute since we've released an episode. How many um, minutes do you think it's been? If you have to take a guess, minutes. It's probably not been that long. Moment, so dear. I don't know. We could calculate roughly. It's been a little over three months, though, I think. Almost three months. No way. Since we've recorded? Well, since we've, no, since we've released an episode. Well, since the listener has heard our voice. No, that might not be true because for all we know, our listeners have gone back and played some of our, you know, they've gone to the archive so that. We can't. We cannot definitively say it's been that long since they've heard us, but since they've had fresh content from the Ramble Boys, yes. Well, men, the, the Ramble Rangers. Ooh, I don't like that. I, you don't. I well, I mean, we were talking about you know hippopotamuses and all sorts of wildlife. 
Okay, so for thinking, okay, like like Brother Matthew style. Yes. Rangers. Yes. Okay. Hopping on the back that. of the the Python. <laughs> <laughs> Lassoing. Lassoing that hippopotamus. Or I guess you could lasso or are the we rhinoceros. Just the, or are we just the naked people wandering through the forest? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fully clothed. Um, at least from the waist up. And yeah. Well, I mean, you wouldn't know, would you? Because you just see my shirt. You're right. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess I could say the same thing. Unless I stand up real quick. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. But three, cal- go ahead, calculate the time, and then just insert it in here again as like so. But so. The, the time is going to be between recording this and the people hearing. Oh, there will be no way to cross triangulate. There well, there's definitely a way because you could, you know, when you're going to release the episode. So really, well, I you don't. Could, That's the problem. Well, you can edit that in when you do. There's all, See these, what I'm saying? all these little extra tasks, Tim. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I need help. This as difficult for you as possible. <laughs> I Look, just may. edit edit all of the episode except for this part. And then you'll be like, okay, I know I'm going to release this episode on this date. And then do your calculations from that date to the most recent episode released. And then just insert that in and then slap it on a button, send it out. You got this. I've already had to, you know, we we were so out of order this last bit of season two. You know, we recorded a few episodes ahead of time and talked about having Josh on. But Josh yeah. was unfortunately able, not able to make it for this go round. Thanks, Josh. Um, we we restructured our entire season two for you, and then. You just <laughs> so if you're listening to this, some resentment is being held, not from me, but Caleb. He told me behind the scenes, he's no, really... no resentment. <laughs> but it was it was a task to because we had, you know, reflected back on this episode and future episodes and said oh thanks for you know josh coming on and you know we maybe we learned our lesson and, because because even if he had come on what if uh what if we weren't thankful like what if he you know made us uncomfortable or angry you know mm-hmm. it's just a lesson learned maybe we shouldn't retroactively or proactively record a retroactive mm. gratuity you know what i mean gratuity you know, being thankful like oh thanks josh that was great because we just don't know we don't know even if we had recorded it may not have been good well we don't tip the guests there's not a gratuity <sighs> fee when they that's that's actually not true we do we do honor guests. True, but not in, in money it doesn't have to be money unless you intercept the mug in transit and fill it oh, with money yourself i've said the mug it's supposed to be a secret what unless they, you intercept whatever it is and put money gift inside or on top of well or if, beside. It's, if it's you you might be putting other things in the uh, in the gift that uh, in the gift like what what are you talking about Tim? you you know you like to put um <laughs> 
you like to put like bodily fluids and solids <laughs> into. <laughs> As a complete side note, I recently discovered I have not considered doing that. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'd actually be lying if I said I haven't considered doing it, but I have not considered. Are you going to be a donor? Deeper. I've not considered deeply doing this, but there is a company that will pay you $500. You have to, you have to apply and qualify. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to be healthy enough for them to want this, but there's a company that will send you a box and pay you $500 for a stool sample. And you can, as best I can tell if you're, if you qualify and you're healthy, you can do it multiple times and, and make some significant amount of money. I was thinking, man, this is right up your alley. <laughs> You've done this before for free, so you yeah, know, you know, I qualify. Why not? Started the company. What are they using it for? Uh, med- medical, um, I guess. I, I mean, that was the impression I got. Who knows? I guess that's mm. something you'd want to research. Although yeah. I, I don't know, like what what would be the concerns? Like if somebody wants to pay me for my stool, <laughs> I, I don't. I guess I don't care what they use it for. They might sit on it. <laughs> I mean, you know, they want to pay me $500 for that. I don't care. I sit it's on my weird. stool quite often. Okay. But, you know, I thought we were going down down a different sample route. So. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, so <laughs> elaborate. When, when you were talking about, you know, you have to be healthy enough and they'll send you a box and provide a sample <laughs> the swimmers Tim okay that's yeah. the route you were going down why but why would I think that you're the perfect candidate for that I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> just because you made it very vit you're like oh bodily fluids in containers. well that's that's fair I mean I did start with fluids and I could you consider would you consider poop a bodily fluid? Medically speaking, like how do you refer to, like does poop fall in the same category? As like, not urine? really. No. Okay. Um, fecal matter. Fecal matter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it can be. I mean, there's a fluid component, for sure. <laughs> when you don't have a lot of that. fluid component, is you know. When things get a little dicey, mm. a little bit of constipation. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on from? No, I don't think delicate? so. Let's, oh no. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. what more did you have yes. to add? No, 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 no. Let's move on. Okay. It was a joke. Would you? This is a way to introduce our new sponsors. Um, I was going to come up with a clever name about swimmers, but never mind. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ramble. <laughs> my name is Caleb. Hey, my name is Tim. It's nice to meet you, Tim. You as well. Tim, I have a fun insert. Question of the... Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> question of the day. Hey, man, what's your question? We should just fill the... We should, because Tim has... T- it lost the soundboard. You know, he, he had to give up his rights. So we should just sing every soundbite. Okay. But you have to edit that last one out and just insert what you just said. 
right after you said insert. Again, with, you these, what I'm saying? with these tasks. Oh my gosh. Tasks. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna see it, let's make it good. Well, like what we just did was weak. Remove that. Okay. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Well, you want to do it again? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> red leather, yellow leather, red question. Oh, I thought you were going to intro us. Like, oh, we've got a fun. And then, okay. And sorry. then we know when to come in. But we're not going to be able I, I will tell you this. I've tried with Jacob singing together. But there's a delay on both of our ends. So it will not be timed up properly. I don't want to hear that you've been singing with him. <sighs> he jealous. Is he? I feel like he's the Yoko Ono of <laughs> of yesterday. Away. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, you know that we've tried to sing together on a podcast. It was when he lost a bet on Not a Sports Guy and was supposed to sing uh, Dominic the Donkey. And I told oh, him I'd yeah. sing with him. Dominic but, the Christmas Donkey. Yeah. He's all faced it. Oh, goodness. Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. Let's move into a little segment we like to call Question of the Day. Hey, man. What's your question? That is crazy. You sound just like the guy who actually asks that in the in the bit. Mm. I've been told my ability to replicate voices is impeccable. Impeccable. Like Josh Peck. Yes. Not the same Josh that we were going to have on, but different Josh. No, he's from Josh and Josh. Can you edit that out? This is my little wow. Also, this next Stop. <laughs> this next question is from... Not you, Hank. You're okay. A good, a good pal of mine um, over here. And he told me about this when we were moving our, our, uh, our items up. And he has, unbeknownst to him, I asked him to tell me this question again or ask me this question again, but he sent over a voice memo. So I feel like I'll just let him ask. Okay. Can you introduce him first? Yeah. So this is now officially Dr. Emmanuel Shafalue. All right. Question. Cryfield three. Okay. I didn't mean to cut him off. I thought. <laughs> no, it's I, fine. I thought he had two names, but he has three. Cryfield three, for those of you listening. Okay. So, so question being introduced by Dr. Emmanuel Cryfield three. No, Emmanuel Shafalua. But Emmanuel, he lives at Cryfield three. It's an it's an inside. Oh. Joke. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I thought that was his okay. I'm no. just, okay. Okay. Bring us home. Uh, hey Caleb. Really sorry for the reply. Um, I was running late in the morning. So I didn't have the pleasure to respond to you. And so uh, um, today is my first on course shift, so I just left hospital on the way back home. Um, second voice note is for the snail thing. Okay, so it was, would you accept one million pounds? Actually, to make it more interesting, would you accept a hundred million pounds? However, if you did, an indestructible snail um, was chasing you for the rest of your life. And the moment it touches you, you die a gruesome death. Mm. There we okay. have it. 
Uh, thank you, Dr. Dr. E. That's what I'm going to call him, Dr. E, for sharing the question. Maybe that could be a new segment, having uh, our listeners. Well, not that he was a listener. Maybe he's a listener. I hope he's a listener. Is, is Dr. I think, e I think so, yes. He's okay. asked for the link, yes. Well, hey, if you guys want a question, I'm going to open the floor for questions. Huh? You guys submit your questions, and we, we'll consider um, featuring them on the show. I like it. That'd be a good question. So thank you, Dr. E, for kicking off that. Anyways, um, yeah, that's a great question, man. Did So you guys have discussed this behind BTS, yes? Behind BTS, yes. yes. So, a different BTS okay. than a more normal BTS, but yes. Okay. Um, so you've, you've answered the question. I have I not. Um, well, I, I mean... You know, I think the easy answer is yes. Who, who would not want that much money? It's a snail, right? But snails are small. And also, because they're slow, they're presumably really quiet. So, I feel like it's a it's a pretty risky move, right? Because, like, I mean, there could be snails in my house right now. I have no idea. There could be a snail on the backside of my chair. Unless I'm, like, thoroughly inspecting every room I step into every minute of the day, you know? Oh my gosh. Stop. It's on the dartboard. Um, I mean, it could be, you know? It, it literally could be. So I don't... I, I mean, is it like instant death when the when the snail touches you? Or well, he said it, gruesome. Well, right, but I mean, like, is is it like because the snail touches you, you will have a gruesome death eventually, or will you start to feel the effects that moment? I'm going to say that it touches you, and then your skin over the next 24 hours just starts liquefying, oh. just singeing your nerve endings like so bacon. Like, like, is it like liquefying in an acid form like burning yeah or just falling acid. off okay vats of acid tim and it's a 24-hour process Jeez. yes painful um okay yeah see that's the thing. Agony. I, I don't think i want the money because i feel like there's probably precautions i could put in place but it would cost me all of the money that i've you know received for taking on this uh you know what I mean? Like I could, mm -hmm. I could build myself a a fortress to keep out the snail, but then I can't go anywhere. And and that fortress is inevitably going to be be pretty expensive because it's got to be pretty airtight to prevent a snail from slipping through. So yeah, like you got to have small. the oxygen. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think I want this. I mean, I off the top of my head, just sounds like it's not but worth the uh, the paranoia. Million dollars. I don't know. Smackles. A lot of paranoia, a lot of expense that's going to come from this. I, you know, I, and and not and not only that, but like I'm living in constant fear of a snail. And so if somebody's like, "Oh, what? What's wrong with you? Why are you so you know jumpy?" And well, there's this killer snail coming to get me. Think of the ridicule that you're going to receive. People are like, "A killer snail? It's what is wrong with man. This? What is wrong with this millionaire? You know, is that really the reputation you want to have? 
well, not worth it. I mean, well, hey, let's let's take a step back though, because when you're thinking about this, are you coming at it from the angle of you don't know where the snail is? Yes. So you you you've got the money, you've got the good smickles, but you don't know where the snail is currently. It could be in your backyard, but it could be on another continent. So let's just say okay. for argument's sake, it's two miles down the road. But we don't know that. But I'm just saying, like, if there was a way to know, like you get okay. the money, it's like some secret organization. They've engineered the snail to lock its sights on you. Okay. Almost like you've got a tracker on you or something. So then you know. But you can move. You can develop a nomadic lifestyle. You okay, can go to but, a different continent. Right. But that doesn't... I mean, the snail is forever chasing me. And I've got a lot of money, so inevitably we'll have some enemies and they know the best way to kill me is to get the snail to me. So snail moves slow by himself, but like what if one of my enemies decides to just scoop him up and then pretends to be my friend, meanwhile has Mr. Snail in his front pocket just waiting for the right moment to just drop the snail on my shoulder. Or while I'm sleeping. I mean, there's too many variables. Like I would, I would have to be sleeping with one eye open. But why? You know? Why do you assume that someone is out to get you and know? Why do you think that someone just knows about this snail? Well, I guess Dr. in the he knows about the snail. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean at the very know. least, and he might want my money. Well, he, I don't think he would do that. Maybe not, but I don't know. I don't know him. That's true. That's true. And again, paranoia is inevitable. I mean, if there is an instant way to kill me and it's not difficult and it's not, I mean, this is, think about it. If you were Dr. E, for instance, mm -hmm. you have a way to kill somebody for a hundred million dollars. I'm not saying that he would do that, but if he were that kind of person and not only that, but it is like a way to kill somebody without getting traced back to you. It literally, I dive from a snail bite and the, the, you know, the medical examiner should be like, well, doesn't look like there was foul play. He just happened to come in contact with a rare species of indestructible snail that can kill somebody with one bite. Mm. And then Dr. E just gets away with all the money. Do snails bite? This one does. Oh. But, well, it's just contact. Maybe it gets okay. one of its little eyeballs. Okay. And it's like, boop. The snail contact. He came in contact with this very rare species of mm -hmm. poisonous, indestructible snails. See what I'm saying? I don't want the money. Keep it. What did you, you say? You'd rather live your life just not having to worry about the snails and just. Yeah. I'm happy with my life right now. I'm happy enough with my life right now. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, this shows maturity. This shows contentment. With so what would you do? Is in life. Oh, I took the money. <laughs> I said, I'm going to pay off my student loans. I'm going to buy a private plane. I'm going to take me, Morgan, and Chutney on some grand adventures. But I was coming at it from the place of there's not someone malicious that knows about the snail and how it can touch me with its eyeball and then, you know, the gruesome death. I was just thinking, like, the snail of its own accord. You know, if I right. go to New Zealand 
But even then, I I just feel like you would you and, I, and I'm I'm with you, right? Like you can live this as you say nomadic lifestyle for a time, but at some point you're going to get tired and you're going to think, I'm going to rest now. There's no way the snail will find me, but he knows he knows where you're at, and he's going to you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like and and imagine, imagine you are in what city are you in now? I'm in Carlisle. Carlisle. Guys, I don't know if, if we've officially established this. Have we? You moved. You no longer I in did. Coventry. Yes. It well, it's a bit confusing because of the aforementioned disorganization. But yes, uh, because I think in a future episode I'm like still in okay. Coventry and the well, sofas. Yes. Um you, Yeah, we moved. Well, congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, I started work as a as a doctor. Yeah. Doc, you're Dr. C. I'm Dr. C. Uh, do- actually, we could really call you Dr. J because your last name is Johnson. Anyways, you are in Carlisle and you are, and I have to presume that when you are given the money, the nail, the snail has to start within some reasonable distance from you, right? At least at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then the clock starts, right? And it's kind of this race that you got to go away from the snail. Let's say you're both in Carlisle, you and Snail, you and Morgan and Chutney, you go and do your grand adventures all across the world where you might assume, oh, the snail's just going to slowly kind of retrace my steps, right? Which would put you super far ahead. But just imagine you're doing all that. Meanwhile, the snail just starts traveling in the opposite direction that you initially embark on, okay? So as where you maybe flying to Australia first, right? You want to go to New Zealand. You want to see where Lord of the Rings was filmed. I do. And instead of like just coming straight after you, the all-knowing, indestructible, poisonous snail knows where you will ultimately decide to land and rest. And so he's making his way that way. But you are just assuming that he's going to be retracing your steps. So eventually, you know, three years down the road, you settle in a small, you know, um, mining village in Spain and oh, wow. uh, you're going to you know live a quiet life but the snail's been waiting for you there this whole time oh man I mean see like you you don't have any way to keep track of the snail that's my that's my fear like if it was bigger or I don't yeah I mean if it was like a, a, a quicker moving or not I mean not quicker moving because you wouldn't want it that small and quicker moving but really the size of the snail I feel like is is where like, you just have no way of keeping track of it. But what I could do is you you raise some excellent points. But what I could do is like on Lord of the Rings, the two towers. I could I could just have a face off, a standoff with the snail, have my army of elves with me, and I could get one of those elves to put a tracker on the snail. Whilst I'm being protected, and then I hop right. into my private plane. You need plane. an entire army of elves to for well, one elf. No, to I don't. On. I mean, in reality, Morgan could do it for me. I don't need a whole army of elves. But I just okay. I need to okay. But that's myself. assuming, but that's assuming that you know where the snail is from the beginning. I would wait for it to find me. I would sit okay. in my chair with my cup of coffee. Okay, that's actually. That's actually good. Most people's seem because my thought is I'm going to immediately start running with paranoia, but you actually wait and watch. Mm-hmm. I like that. I said, come to me. 
me a little bit. And then we'll... <laughs> and then we'll start this properly. Because then I can just... I can always know. You know, if, I, if I'm in New Zealand smoking my pipe, I can see that the snail is thinking, oh, he's going to come to California next. But I just so, stay put. Steer clear. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I, I, I like that. If you can get the... If you can wait and see the snail from the beginning. That's also good. That's a good like intimidation factor. Like, you know, cause if you just automatically run, it gives the snail all this kind of power. It does. And it does. you know, you just sit and wait and be like, I see you and I've got a tracking device on you. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. Yes. Maybe you've persuaded me. Okay. Okay. And I mean, also just think about how slow snails are. I know, I know people, you know, at a snail's pace. Snail mail, <laughs> but apparently snails, your average snail travels around 0. 0.03 miles an hour. Okay. I, well, and, I, and I, I recognize that, but the speed is not my fear. It's the size and the sneakiness of it. The size? But, oh, like a, a They're small. so small. Yeah. True. Like I just, I, I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm going to see them coming. Like. You just let your guard down once. But the tracking device, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you can actually fix it in such a way. Fix it, yeah. You better hope it doesn't fall off. We could screw it on. And that would also injure the snail? You can't. It's an indestructible snail, so you can't screw it on. Oh. Well, I thought just indestructible meant like... You can't destroy it. I would assume that means he's impenetrable. He's got like a shell and skin that are just you can't oh i see well you know that's kind of how i interpreted you ever use gorilla glue i'm not a gorilla now why would i use gorilla glue i'm not a gorilla we've we've talked quite extensively about the snail here have yes what a excellent question dr e cryfield three all right tim well, thank you for participating. So is it still a no or is it you might you might shift into yes if you could have a standoff I, with I a little think bastard? What, here's, my, here's where I'll fall. I'm going to let you take the money. And as a co-host of the beloved podcast, The Ramble, I just will believe that you will supply me with, you know, supple amount of funds. I'll cover the artwork images. <laughs> the duration <laughs> okay and i'll um, send you a free gift send me filled a with something <laughs> but then you can send that off and get 500 dollars, so it'll be worth it story time it's time for story time that seemed to have upset Hank. It, it upset woke him, him from his, his, you know, nap. He said, what? The? I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, Tim, here in story time today, I'm wondering, to refresh the listeners, the listeners, listeners, <laughs> the listeners mind, <laughs> what did we talk about last time? Three months ago, three months that we've already three hundred and forty-eight, three hundred thousand. No, 
let's just say 50,000 minutes ago. Oh, wait, I've, I already would have done the maths. It's what fine. What are you talking about? <sighs> what the? I'm sorry. I'm trying to find our podcast on Spotify. It's just not there anymore all of a sudden. I see. We... Somebody oh, has not been listening like they were supposed to. Not in solidarity. No, in solidarity. So we talked about the summer. Mm. Let's see. Was that the summer leading into our final senior year? It was, yes. Our final senior year. Actually, this was kind of like a a good unplanned little break because it broke up those years. And actually, it happened over the summer time. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, we didn't even mean that that happened. Yeah, so now we're embarking on our final, well, your final year of school. I mean, I guess technically my final year of school as well. But I did, I did a fifth year and then some. Mm. Oh, you oh, went back for that PhD. I forgot. No, just trying to finish up my bachelor's. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're getting there, buddy. But yes, we talked about our fun summers. Well, we firstly talked about our spring break trip across the pond. Mm-hmm. And all the adventures therein. And then... I shared my proposal story. Yeah. And she said no, right? How could she not say? Of course. Horses, horses, of course, of course. But yes, that's what we spoke about last time. And I'm excited for what we're going to swing on into today. We can swing into. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, kick it off. Kick us off. uh, Well, we were so. This was the episode we were trying to have our good buddy Josh on. You know, we've talked about Josh a few different times. Joshua. Yes, Joshua. Joshua Darchi, as he often went by. And just to refresh your memory, it was. Hunter, Tweener Allen, myself, and Tim were the upstairs crew. And the downstairs crew, first it was Josh and Graham for the first senior year, but then we got Chris. 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 So now it is Chris and Yoshui Badarche downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just... And golf would, would pop in periodically onto, onto the futon. <laughs> yes, of course. He was an honorary member of the of the cove. He was. He was. Maybe we'll have him on someday. But um Yeah, so what what fun memories do you have about Yoshweba, Tim? Um well Josh was um Josh was very athletic. Josh was a very excellent basketball player. So actually I had met him um throughout college shooting hoops um and we we played basketball quite often but that athleticism transferred 
into his everyday life in such a way. You you may recall that we used to play we, there were games just galore at the Cove. There would just be somebody would make up some random game that engulfed every member of the the Cove, mm-hmm. and it and it and it took place all over the house as well. Like for instance, there was one game I don't know what it was called, but Josh had invented this game where he had this ball, and he would throw it at you unless you were standing on carpet. But if you were on the hardwood floor, you could get pelted by the ball. And you yes. were basically safe. You were it if, if you got tagged with the ball, but you were safe if you were on carpet. And I just was the worst at this game. Everybody else <laughs> was really good, but I just remember being terrible at it. So, yeah, I, I remember kind of darting around and, you know, I he what was fun about the game was there were certain bits of carpet in the living room that you could like kind of hop between. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming if you're in midair, then, you know, thus far you're not on carpet. So you're a fair target mm-hmm. if you're midair. So I remember being pelted a few times as I'm trying to <laughs> sail. Yeah. Sail. Um, but yeah. He also, there's no, you'll remember this. We had, I think we've described kind of the, the layout of the cove. You, you walk in the front door and the first thing that you see is the stairwell that leads up. Mm-hmm. Well, on the inside of that front door was a basketball goal. You know, as college students would have, you know? Yes. And Josh was the kind of the, the ringleader on this. I don't think I participated too much because I knew I would go through the front door if I actually tried, but... But Josh started, he would, he would, Josh would go up, you know, five, six stairs, and then he would jump from that stair to, to dunk this little basketball, you know, and this is not like a full-size basketball, full-size basketball goal, nothing like that. This is one you get from the dollar store, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But just this little play ball and he would, uh, he would jump from that, you know, fifth, sixth stair and then he, he would just progressively go up a stair and I think he and Hunter were kind of the two main participants, but he eventually made his way to the very top. And this was like your typical, I don't know, like 16 stair staircase. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's no, I mean, it was probably, what do you, what would you say? Like 10 feet in the air? Oh, I would have said like maybe 13, 14. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not good. It felt felt high. I wonder if it would feel as, tall going back now not that my height has changed any really yeah you know what I, mean. I don't know but yeah it was up there let's just let's for this i mean even 10 feet is, is crazy right but let's yeah. just for the sake of it say it's, it's 12 he he jumped from that top just basically so what he did was get a running start and he would jump from the top stair to the you know the floor mm-hmm. would not touch a single step just this free falling almost to dunk the ball and he did it and he didn't hurt himself somehow yeah yeah did anyone else accomplish the feat? I don't think anyone went for that. I know Hunter would jump from a pretty good distance, but I don't think anyone went from the very top. That's bold. It's bold. Josh was a bold guy. He was. He was. So he was athletic, and he was also bold. Bold enough that he even did a really fun sprint across the drill field. Yes. In the wee hours of the morning. In the buff. In the not wearing 
the, the not wearing a buff. No, not yeah, not wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember being. So, were you driving? I was driving. You were driving. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I, I always drove. That that's true. How can yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I were him, I would have been terrified knowing that you were driving because. Well, so yes. And he, so I think he knew my antics because absolutely my plan was to drive off just to leave him uh-huh. like just for a little bit. I wouldn't have just like completely abandoned him, but you know, it'd be funny to have somebody completely naked, just panicking, you know, because basically the idea was I was going to drop him off on one side of the drill field. He was going to run across naked and then I'd meet him on the other side of the drill field and he'd hop in and we'd go on our merry way. And like, you know, he accomplished streaking across the drill field. Yes. Yes. This is one of and, his, you know, bucket list or. Yes. Um, well, so my plan was to drop him off. And then, you know, as he's approaching my car on the other side, I was just going to drive up for, just, just for a little bit. Yeah. But he knew, he saw past that because he, he was wearing clothes. He, he, t- he'd taken his shirt off in the car, but he still had his pants on. Mm-hmm. He got out of the car took his pants off and then started running, but he was holding onto his pants the whole time because I think he knew that there was a chance yeah. <laughs> that I would abandon him. So he ran across ready for that moment of me just abandoning him. So I was like, well, this won't be as, you know, as, as funny if I leave him. So I didn't end up even leaving him because I was like, well, he'll just throw his pants back on anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But can you imagine if he didn't, if he hadn't taken his, his skivvies with him <laughs> and you just floor it and then he's just, Oh my god! But uh, I never did that. I never did that. Um, did you ever streak while in no. college? No. Okay. okay. There was that one time that you were in the river. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> I don't, you are always bringing up the river. I know, I know. The river. Um, yes, I'm trying to think what other fun... Before we get on to probably one of my most favorite stories that, that does involve you, Tim, a little, a little awkward. Um, we, we had some winter adventures in Dahlonega, and I think, I think that we, we had a snow break both years that we were there, if I'm not mistaken, Mm-hmm. in the cove you know it it looking like narnia and it snowed and um but i remember this one i think it was oh yes it was our second senior year it was effectively just a giant ice storm and you know we had lost power for several days several days and we you know we had to keep our milk our copious you know everybody in the house had their own gallon of milk i don't know if we've ever <laughs> discuss that um probably wasn't the most efficient way but yeah i keeping all these gallons of milk out on the ice outside that was fun yeah but we decided to go hiking yes hiking so me yes me you and it was just me you and josh right it was yes yes well, let me let me preface by saying there are a lot of proper hiking trails in Dahlonega. If you guys have never been, Dahlonega is, you know, kind of at the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. And so, E.T., there's there's trails everywhere. 
But for some reason, we just decided to kind of go trailblazing just straight up from behind our house because we lived in a neighborhood that was kind of bordering a pretty significant forest. Yes. Um, so, well, what was it our house? It wasn't from our house, was it? It wasn't. We actually went to a trailhead and like I remember we had to, but it wasn't like, I don't think it was an official it, one or if it, it was. It wasn't an official trail. No, it was just, no. So what it was, it was, it was like two minutes from our house and it was basically this, like you hike maybe 10 minutes from the road to a waterfall. And this was kind of one of those like, the locals know about it, but it's not, like you said, it's not a proper, true, documented trail. People would just pull their their car off to the side of the road and then kind of go explore. Yes. So we had gone there. Mm-hmm. And then we just decided to go further. Yes, further than no man had gone before. Um, and I had a soggy foot. Oh, that's the worst. Because I, you know, my athletic prowess had all but failed me that day and my foot just got so when i tried to hop Golly. across this little stream it just went under <laughs> you gotta love it in the in the winter too so your foot's just like slowly freezing yeah. getting gangrene uh, yeah yeah um almost had to chop it off there at the end but yeah i remember we ended up on the other side and you know we this was like at the start of when the ice storm was coming. So, you know, it's starting to snow and we're like, oh, we're not going to make it, you know, just really amplifying, building this up more than it needed to be. We're like, well, we can't go back now because it's going to take us two hours. And what if we get snowed in the forest and, you know, that becomes our tomb. So we were trying to figure out how close we were on the road to where Josh had parked. And I think we worked it out that it would take a long time to just walk back. So we tried to hitchhike mm-hmm. our way back. And um, the only people that stopped was this local couple that, if I'm not mistaken, they ran like a, a garbage collecting mm-hmm. service or something. And he offered to let us ride in the back, but with the, with all the trash. Yeah. But it was, it was gross. Like, I mean, this wasn't, I mean, we would have been laying on just heaps of, you know, God knows what. So I think we just kind of looked at each other. And he also had a gun in the car, too. Um, so it's like, you know, I, we don't know this guy from Adam. We're going to just hop in the back with all this garbage. You know, if he's trying to carry out a heinous act, half the job's done already. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he can just <laughs> dump us with the rest of the trash. Yeah. Um, so, you know, eventually we said, actually, you know, I think we can make it. And then I think we just hustled our way back. Yeah. But I couldn't remember how we got back. I thought maybe we did ride with them, but that would have been such a, well, we could make it up. The listener would never know. That's true. But no, I don't. Yeah. So anyways, that was fun. Cause I, I remember, yeah, we, we had kind of gotten lost, not, not necessarily lost, but like, as you said, we knew we were farther than we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think we kind of tried to circumnavigate, like loop around based on our recollection of where Josh's car was. And we, we stumbled into like a, like a road that there were houses, but a lot of them were under construction. It wasn't like a neighborhood, but you could just tell that like multiple houses were being built. Mm -hmm. 
and that's where the the guy was with the, with the trash. And uh, but I think he was able. I think that guy kind of told us where we were trying to get get to, like the quickest way to get there. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, we got there eventually. Yeah, um, but as you said, that was the beginning of the snowstorm. So when we parked, there was no snow. When we got back to the car, lots of snow. And then we got to the house and directly behind our house. We did go hiking behind our house. I don't, and I want to say that was during the snow as well, but I don't remember how far we went. Yeah, I don't know. You remember doing that though? I do, yeah, because I got some some really cool footage. And I think we like explored other parts of the neighborhood because the back of our neighborhood would have, you know, congealed with the back of someone else's. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So there was that deer stand. I enjoyed climbing in that yes. deer stand. But anyways, what I what I was getting at is directly behind our house was just straight forest. And um, it was also on a very significant slant. And somehow we had gotten the idea to build a luge course through the ice, oh, yeah. through the woods. And so we'd basically taken like a trash can lid and just started scraping out this little trail. Uh-huh. for us to sled down kind of circumnavigating throughout the forest um which i feel like we have to have footage of that as well but one of us i can't remember who it was had you know attempted to to go down the luge course and had lost um they they kind of fell off the the course and a, a stick went in their back yeah yeah i heard about that well i don't know <laughs> i don't know if it was a stick or a a rusty because there were these like little pieces of wood kind of underneath the the snow and the brush that maybe we didn't see. Um, so I often mm-hmm. wonder if it was like a nail or a screw sticking out of there, Ugh. or just like Ugh. a you know a jagged piece of wood or <laughs> I don't know. Um, Tetanus. Yeah, yeah, it's a concern. But I yeah I remember going off the course and I didn't feel anything. Ironically. Um, oh, it must have been ice. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just remember at some point realizing, because I had on a few layers, mm-hmm. and that my like my outer rain jacket was like ripped. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then so I took that off and I was like, oh, my hoodie. My hoodie is ripped. Oh my goodness. And then, oh, my shirt too. What's next? And then, my yeah, skin, yeah, sure enough. My, I had the my, deep. My lung. <laughs> yeah if it had gone deep enough man but um anyways i yeah i i didn't end up going to get it stitched and still have a big scar from it actually i'm mm. rubbing it now anyway. i want to say that it it made it into that a picture of that made it into the the covid it did yes yeah. yes right it was either right before or after your ass <laughs> Over, <laughs> over Graham's bed. Um, or was that Josh's bed? I feel like it was Graham's because I feel like he got upset about that. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it made it into the, the video. So wear, uh, wear protective clothing. If you're going to go on a luge course, a homemade luge course through the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story, kids. Thank you. 
But uh, the only other major fun winter thing I can think about was, I, I mean, we obviously had some like snowball fights and what have you, but Yoshiba had made just this giant snowman. Um, and he was so proud of this snowman. Like, I think he even had like a proper carrot nose and everything. And I remember at some point, <laughs> and this was, this wasn't even in our yard. This was in, um, the neighbor that came down after Yogi. I can't remember his name. That was, uh, in the Rangers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think this was in his yard. He just wasn't home or something but very prominent in the entryway of the neighborhood. You know, Josh had made this nice, beautiful snowman. And I, I think me, you and Hunter, we got some ketchup. We defaced it. We did a big ass <laughs> kitchen knife and like shoved the knife in the chest and just ketchup all down. So you can imagine that, you know, this mother of three bringing their children in with some, you know, stuff to make s'mores. And then there's this bloodied snowman. <laughs> Like, well, we're not watching uh, Frosty this year. <laughs> I, I feel like Josh was not happy about that, too. He was not. He's like, guys, why? Josh also threw a snowball at the house. I, I, I believe I was sitting in a chair right next to one of the windows in the front yard, and Josh had thrown a snowball at me, and it, <laughs> it broke the window, or half the because it was like a double-paned window, and it broke mm. the outside pane of the window. Oh, wow. I'm sure we paid for that one. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. What, how else would we have paid for it? Metaphorically. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But fun, fun memories, you know. Just getting out of tests and exams and, you know, trailblazing and having hot cocoa and whew, I'd love to go back. I I was kind of hesitant to bring the story up. Oh, I'm excited. Um, especially, especially without Josh here to kind of elaborate on his end of the story. But this is one of my favorite memories of Josh from our time at the Cove. Um. So, you know, you've, you've kind of painted the picture, right? We, we were upstairs and Josh was the downstairs. And so this one, one evening, oh, Joshua at the time was dating this girl, uh, named Casey, Casey, Casey Musgraves, Casey from Dalton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll say her name is JC. Erase, erase all that. He was dating this girl named JC. And, um, they they had somewhat of a tumultuous relationship from what I could gather. Oh, good word. And I and I will I will also elaborate. I was not as close with Josh as I, I was with you or with Hunter. So mm-hmm. I didn't know the the details, but I just I know that they weren't they, they seemed to have certain issues. And then and, and I don't I don't want that to I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't want it to sound like I'm making fun well, of Well, you know, I mean every every relationship will have issues at some point. Every rose has its thorn. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but anyways, th- they were having, I guess, somewhat of a spat. Well, I had no idea. They were, they were at the cove in the kitchen, actually kind of going back and forth. And, um, I, uh, I was just kind of minding my own business. I was in my room at the time and I was watching some, something on my computer, but my computer charger was in the living room 
plugged into the chair that I was actually sitting in at the time that Josh had done the snowball. Yep. Um, and so I was initially going to go downstairs and this, this was probably like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Um, I was, I was going to go downstairs initially just to take the charger and then bring it back up. But as I was walking down the stairs, you know, I was like, man, I'm tired. Like, I don't feel like going back upstairs. Uh, so I'm just going to sit in this chair and just watch my show. Well, you know, as I said, I had my headphones in, was watching my show in my room to begin with. You and Hunter were in at the, uh, like in Hunter's room, just kind of like listening to the conversation <laughs> downstairs, just kind of fully aware of the situation. Not, not, uh, endorsing eavesdropping guys, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, meanwhile, I walked past y'all's or where y'all were at. Don't know why you guys didn't think to stop me. Would have really appreciated it. Uh-huh. Uh, but instead, you just both watch me um, walk. And then you guys proceed to make your way, like army crawl to the top of the stairs and just are, because you because you see a perfect storm brewing. You see uh-huh. Josh and, and JC having a very intricate conversation. And I'm about to walk into the middle of it. Like a completely unaware. Yep. <laughs> And so I walk down and they're just kind of going back and forth again. I can't hear anything. So I, I make it to my chair where the charger is. If I had just grabbed the charger and left, all would have been well. I have no idea they're there, by the way. Don't even see them. And I, I proceed that's to, the thing. I don't know how. Because it, well, you have I such was in, a, I was watching a show on my computer. Like I was into the. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Fair oh, and it wasn't until I sat down in the chair, I, I recognized the chair was facing the kitchen. But as soon as I sat down, I look up and see th- that's when I see them. But at this point, what do I do? I've already made it clear that I'm going to be sitting here. Like I'm establishing. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. And so, like, I was like, well, this is awkward. And I, and based purely off of body language, I cannot hear them. I did not hear them arguing. I just sit down and see them looking at me and you can tell that there's been some, you know, frustrations mm-hmm. and I just kind of look at them and, you know, JC looks very upset and Josh looks at me with a straightest face and then just breaks out into laughter because he's like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> and then I look up to the top of the stairs and see you guys just snickering and I'm like, okay, thanks for the warning. And then, and then JC just immediately storms out of the house and so Josh laughing just follows her, you know, and then they continue their conversation. I was like, wow, I just made that 10 times more awkward than it probably needed to be. Did you at least wave? Oh, no, I don't think so. No. Oh. I know. I think uh, I knew just to not involve myself. Uh-huh. Just the distance oh. of safety. Had only you seen them beforehand, you could have mm. truly. I, well, yeah, if I had seen them beforehand, I probably would have just maybe not even gone for the charger probably just would have turned back around and yeah yeah just i'll i'll finish this one later yeah see that's surprising though i feel like you know you must have been just really invested in what you were watching because i feel like hunter and i would have you know let you in on the on the fun i i don't know maybe you guys just didn't realize that i was going all the way downstairs and like you may have like whispered at me like but I didn't hear you, but you did, certainly didn't like tap me on the shoulder or anything like that. Oh, like I had okay. no idea you guys were there mm-hmm. until it was too late. Okay. okay. So I'm sorry, Josh. I don't know if that ultimately led to the ending of that relationship. I mean, you know, multiple <laughs> years down the road here, they are not together anymore, Josh and JC. Um, 
So I, you know, I, I apologize if I had any hand in that. I don't know. Because what I gathered, and I'm, you know, people speculate oftentimes and, and kind of, they're their own worst critic. But I like to imagine, well, I'm not, I don't like to imagine, but I just, I'm forced to resort to imagining that the reason why she stormed out was because Josh was laughing. Oh, and, and that they were in the middle of a conversation. And I feel like I was to blame for that. So I kind of wear some guilt, some responsibility for that. And I apologize. If that's mm. the case. So Josh and or JC, if you're listening, JC, obviously I'm not using your real name, but you know who I'm talking about. There's no way you would have forgotten the Lord. Maybe you would have. That's all I can think about when you say JC. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> just, you know, sat with JC, you know, like ironically, uh, Josh's initials are also JC. Oh, wow. But the person of whom I'm speaking, JC, her initials are not JC. So, so the, okay. So not, and I actually wasn't initially when I was, when I was using the name JC, I wasn't even thinking initials. I was just thinking JC, like J A Y C. Oh, but I see, I see the confusion now and I apologize. Yes. I've really dug myself in hole. Can I, should I just re- retell the story and just change the name? Yeah, I think so. So what <laughs> name are you going to go with this time? Um, Alexandra. Alexandra. Alexandria. Alexandria. Drea. Oh, Drea. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. It's okay. I think we, we, we've got what we need, but man, that is, Yes, that is to one of my most favorite stories, even though I had forgotten and then lost in a race until you told me um, over <laughs> one of our many, many boxer chats uh, yeah. over this past, goodness, year and a half. It's been yeah, too long, really. So long. I know. But yeah, so with that theme of awkwardness, was this Tim's last awkward encounter? Did he, did he wise up? Did he, you know, never, did he become more bold and brazen? Or did he have more awkward encounters whilst we were at the Cove? Did I? Well, next episode we talk about. What do we talk about? I don't know. Why don't you give a little teaser? I'm just teasering. Hold... Oh, I was right, oh, Tim. Oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. It talking is about the awkward. white pants story. Yes, yes. Okay, the white pants story. Yes, incredibly <laughs> awkward. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. And we discuss one of our our favorite snacks. Oh, yes. And all the favorite Which food. also would be, would have been terrible to eat with white, wearing white pants. Yes. Um, so... Oh, man, I can't wait to get into that story. Yeah, it's, me too. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. But we'll have to wait till next week. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Bye. Where's Chutney? The big squiggle. It's Conchu's Corner, everybody. Conchu, like from Moon Knight? Moon Knight, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Conchu.
Are you still working on a um, mold wine of your own? I have I have the data. I have the files. Down. Okay, but not not actively. No, I wanna I wanna tease it as much as I can. Um, it's gonna be hard, if not just blatantly impossible, to beat the original mold wine. I think just the the originality of that that concept from your mind. Yeah. Oh man, that's too good. I just remember hearing it for the first time and just being so happy. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in quite some time. I wanna All right, let's close this bit. Let's close it. Well Um you know I just had a brain fart. I don't even know what I was gonna say. That's stinky. Oh that's stinky. That's so stinky. Oh Calvin, Calvin Johnson is talking. Sorry, Calvin. We don't do last names. Well, I've already said that your name is Johnson. Oh, that's true. That's true. Dr. J. Yeah. But this is the football player. Okay. <laughs> See what I did there? Talk- yeah, that was good. See, we're getting ready for fantasy. Fantasy. For fantasy league. I, I like it. I really hope that there was no pre-work, prerequisites that I needed to. Mm, there's not. Okay. I mean, I'm extremely hopeful that we're on the same playing field. (laughs) I will tell you, you have the app downloaded, right? Mm, No. Is there an app? Okay. Yes, you need to download the app on your phone. It's ESPN Fantasy Football. That's the app that we're doing. Okay, so there are some prerequisites, I guess. (laughs) And then... Well, okay, I did I thought you had the, the app already. My apologies. Listen, Crow Magnon man. Stop calling me that. <laughs> Are you weird Groot? Uh, is that you? No. Oh. I don't think so. Somebody is weird Groot and they are up first. Oh. Toilet time. No, that's not it. Where is the <laughs> Is your what are you chewing on? You went to see an alarm and now you have a box of cookies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. All right. So listener shout out of the week. That's why you insert the. Doo, doo, doo. No, it's. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, right. Bow, 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 bow. Meow, 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 okay. bow, 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 bow. I don't actually know. I thought you said it was going to be a fun one. Oh, I never said it was going to be fun. You literally said this is going to be a fun one. Well, I mean, they're all fun. Okay. In a manner of speaking. Oh, this will be a fun one. (laughs) Stop saying that. Well, actually, let's do... um, No, I know what we're going to do. So I think we've given one of these people a shout out. So I'm not going to do their handles necessarily. But you will know that our artwork is created by wonderful Indra. And she is an item with 
the infamous Jonah. Mm-hmm. So you will know this. Mm-hmm. But just recently, Jonah proposed. Like a business plan or? He proposed his heart. Oh, okay. His mind, his body, his soul. His soul? Yes. And all the stones therein um, with a stone of his own, presumably. Did he have the stones to, to actually go through with it, though? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he got the... Uh, there's little places on the ring for all the different <laughs> stones. Um, but yes, they they are now engaged. So happy engagement to Jonah and Indra. I was waiting. Oh, I thought you were doing an effect there. Oh. Well, you had your phone. Right? Yeah, I was taking a picture of my dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, see, that's... I, I am. No, listen, I'm very excited. Uh-huh. Joan and Indra. I just, my dog is doing something funny. I don't... That's the, they would probably approve because they love, they love their... Well, send them... Their furries. A, send them a picture that I just sent you so that when they listen to this, they know why I was taking a picture during the middle of this announcement. Okay. I don't, I haven't received anything. Oh, on Zencaster. Oh, I see. Hmm. <laughs> hey, buddy. Also, don't call them furries. We've had this conversation. Yeah, we have had this conversation. You're right. I'm sorry. They're animals. They're dogs. They're cats. They're bitches. They're gerbils. <laughs> they're bitches. And pussies. <laughs> Oh, okay. And Please the explicit label goes up. <laughs> no. Yes, Tim, you did it to yourself. Um, Tim, <laughs> where can our listeners find us if they want to reach uh, Well, now Carlisle. Carlisle UK. Um, but also, we are on the socials, uh, Instagram. And Caleb, reach out to Caleb for the um, the handle thereof. We are also on Facebook, the Ramble Podcast, and you can email us as well at podcast.theramble at gmail.com. Wonderful. Or go visit our website. You can send us a little message there and also buy some sweet ass nah. Ramble gear. Mm. Delectable. Tangy. I like to think of it as tangy. Yeah. Tangy. I could tangy do, I gear. Could get behind that. Yeah, but tangy, tangy gear, tangy, tangy mangy, um, mangy, like my dog. He's mangy. He's got the mange. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there listening to. Well, not really. His head's under the bed. That doesn't mean he isn't listening. Tune me out, Hank. I don't know. He didn't respond. Hmm. Well, he, he's just sleepy. I mean, it is early there. So. But yes, you can find us at all these locations. So just to as Tim dabs us out here, the handles are underscore the Rainbow Podcast on Instagram, the Rainbow Podcast on Facebook, 
And we look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget, guys, to submit your questions, your comments, your queries for the Season 2 Q&A episode. Come That's in. right. And also, don't forget, it's not live. It's not going to be a live Q&A. Oh, we could do a live we Q&A. Could. Yes. But we probably we? won't. Maybe probably for Season not. 3. Also, don't forget to submit your questions of the day. And maybe you will be featured on an episode. We will answer yes. your question. Yes. Also, for season three, exclusively. Exclu- oh, only for season three. Okay. Well, and beyond. But it, I'm just saying we don't have time to receive and interpret those questions for season two. Because mm-hmm. we've only got two episodes left, guys, for season two. Oh, my gosh. That's actually not true. Oh my gosh. There's four. Four episodes left, guys, but two of them have already been recorded, so. Wait. Is that right? No. Three. (sighs) (laughs) But one of those has already been recorded, guys. (laughs) No. Two of those have already been recorded. (laughs) All right, so there's only one episode left to be recorded, which means we don't have time for you. Which is the season finale. But by the time you hear this, it will already be recorded. So yes, submit your questions for the question of the day for season three is what I was trying to get at. Yes. And we're there. We got there. This is my my name right here. You like this? Mm. Oh, looks like little, little biscuits. Hold your name. Oh, okay. On my side, it's on the opposite side. Huh? Like you're like, you see how like there my name is right here. I don't see your name. What are you talking? About? Okay. Well, it, from my point of view, my picture has my name right here. Like it's just like. Oh, I see. Gammon. And I was like holding it, but for you, it's the opposite side. It's it like is. gammon right here. So how is that? You're so close. Push it up a little bit. Yeah, it's like levitating at your hand, okay. basically. You do it now, on your side, other side for me. Okay. Up, up, up! Come on, stretch, stretch those muscles. Up, 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 up! Oh, you got what? like at least five or six inches. Come on. You nowhere. That's. Let's end it there, bitch. It's like a newborn baby deer trying to find its way and walk through the environment find some corn corn chew on that corn play play me the corn song you don't know the corn song no i've never you you always bang on about the corn song <laughs> i've banged about it one time but i'll play it for you is it by the kid president no you love the kid president that's racist how is that right? What? For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn.
That's love it. Send me a piece oh. of that corn for later. Jacob, Jacob is we are Groot, and he gets first pick. That's rigged. I don't know. You tell me. Is ESPN Fantasy Sports and more? It looks like this. Mm. Merge Duck <laughs> Two. <laughs> it's a game, you little bastard. <laughs> I, knew that, I knew that was. Tim's coming looking at pictures of ducks on his phone. Ducks merging. Ducks having sex. <laughs> Found like ducks having sex. Oh my god. And welcome to I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's do the mic check. Oh you got you got big squiggles. We don't need to check anything. Big squiggles. Can you can I'm I'm motion for you to try to get the round table. To call me Big Squiggles, but with no context. Like, you should just advocate for that being my new nickname. Big Squiggles? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't but, see why they would. Well, you, no. but, but you can't, you cannot give them any context. Like, if they're like, why, why are you calling them Big Squiggles? Just ignore that. Like, just say that they don't, it's a need to know basis or don't even address it. Yeah, don't even address it. Hmm. It's a need to know basis. <laughs> In love with you, I. In love with you, I.